to the Voice of HK podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Badgick-Smith, and in over a decade, I have supported hundreds of older adults to improve their well-being in late life. This podcast offers an authentic insight into aged care, practical tips, and all the inspiration to keep you going. I truly believe that every older person needs to feel heard, loved, and understood. And it is my mission to halve the depression rates in Australian aged care facilities by 2022. Welcome to the first episode of The Voice of Aged Care. I wanted to start off the first episode by talking a little bit about the podcast and what information you'll hear in the upcoming episodes. As an aged care psychology consultant, I've had significant experience in clinically supporting older adults, liaising with families and training the workforce. And I know that there is so much information out there about aged care that is written, polished up, edited, proofread, published within so many words. And I feel that a lot of that information is not necessarily true representation of what goes on in aged care. Because let's face it, it is when we hear the real unedited stories and experiences that we really connect with others. So the voice of aged care will offer you tips and tricks on improving service delivery without complexity and overwhelm. Each episode will include information that is inspirational, provides you with insider knowledge and real experiences. And most importantly, it will be described in an easy-to-understand way so that it's not, it's not bound to be overwhelming and confusing. Over the years, I've met so many inspirational people who work in aged care, and I've invited a number of them to take part in this podcast and to speak a little bit about themselves and the service that they deliver. So I'm so excited to share with you some of the really amazing services that happen out there in the aged care world. You see, there's so much out there in the media that is not necessarily positive about aged care. You may have heard stories about poor standards of service delivery, about aged care being understaffed, and in particular with the Royal Commission in Aged Care, a lot of information is coming to light that is not necessarily positive when it comes to aged care. In this podcast, I wanted to share with you some inspirational stories which I myself have encountered a number of times in aged care. You see, not everything's negative or dark. There are some people who are so excited to be able to work with this population and equally there are people who live in aged care homes who are happy with the environment and who are in fact thriving and their health has improved because perhaps they were not looking after themselves in their own home as well. 
So I wanted to tell you a little bit about the podcast so that you know what to expect. Each episode will give you tips and information that will make it a little bit more real rather than, you know, big or polished and, and difficult to implement in your workplace. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself because although every week I'll be interviewing guests, no one's going to interview me. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experience and journey to aged care just so that you could hear some of my own experiences and some of my own insights into how I came about working in aged care. You see, almost a decade ago, I made a decision that I really wanted to work in aged care. And although at the time the decision was relatively easy to make, what I didn't realise would be quite difficult was finding a job as a psychologist in aged care. I looked online and I spoke with some recruiters and there was literally nothing available for an aged care psychologist. Not many of my peers even knew that psychologists could work in aged care. So that was when I decided to found Wise Care and I began practicing on my own. I must admit it was quite tough at the beginning because the resources were limited and I spent a lot of time talking to others and explaining what type of services I could provide. Some of the nursing homes were a bit sceptical as to what I would do and what, what does a psychologist do in the scope of aged care. And there was a lot of stigma for older people as well about accessing mental health services. Some of them thought that I was attached to a mental health hospital and that I would be taking them away from the homes and into institutions. And a lot of that has changed over the years. Those views have changed and people are embracing the services, the groups and the training offered to improve the quality of life of older people in aged care. One piece of information that's coming to light more and more over the years is the importance of well-being in a residential setting. Research indicates that up to one in two residents may experience symptoms of depression and it's my mission to halve those rates by 2022. So today, after a quite a journey to get to it, I am an award-winning aged care site consultant and I provide three particular distinct services to our aged care. So the first one includes, I help aged care organisations improve the detection and response to mental health conditions in their facilities. I train and educate staff and empower them to run evidence-based wellness programs on their own. As a result, staff feel more energised and rewarded. Residents feel more understood and families have a peace of mind that their loved ones are being emotionally supported. And with the new introduction of aged care quality standards, facilities are able to offer and demonstrate non-pharmacological solutions to addressing mental health. I also help allied health professionals tap into the growing aged care market by expanding their clinical services from their own consulting rooms to home consults and nursing home visits. Not many psychologists 
do that and those who decide to step outside of their consulting rooms and visit nursing homes and see all the people in their homes report feeling a lot of satisfaction of being able to support people who are non-ambulant who have difficulties leaving their own homes to access allied health support and I also help family members confidently navigate the confusing journey of aged care with insights tips and strategies I've developed a resource for families that helps them feel less overwhelmed about where to begin the journey you see a lot of families may have mixed emotions about sending their loved one into aged care they might feel afraid or what will happen when they're not around or feel confused about different staff roles at the home facility and that is exactly why I've developed a guide on how to make visits more enjoyable and give tips and tricks to families about how to emotionally support their loved one's journey into settling into an aged care home. So that's a little bit about me and my experiences. And I guess what I wanted to summarise is by saying that the, the foundation of what I do today really comes from my experience of developing programs that not only treat mental health, but that go a step further by looking at preventable measures that will help people who move into aged care adjust to the environment. So this information really encouraged me to do more studies and go back to university well after I completed my undergraduate and master's studies and I've really wanted to see about the relationship between the older people and the workforce and how it was affecting the workforce. And so what I've realized and what I learned from my finding is that positive well-being of older people starts from the well-being of those who look after them. And in this podcast, I'll share with you some of those tips on how the workforce can implement self-care strategies to not only help themselves manage the work and life balance, but also to enable them to deliver the best quality service that they can. I am present on social media and I do share a lot of my information on Facebook and Instagram. And you'll find some very brief stories that I share from my recent encounters in aged care. And what I also share with, with you on those posts is how I maintain my own well-being. So whether it be spending time in, in my garden and attending to my compost worms or protecting my garden from my highly inquisitive English Springer Spaniel or running after my toddler, I think that talking about that balance between work and life helps me maintain clarity as to the service that I offer in aged care and maintaining my own work and life balance. So that's a little bit about me and I look forward to learning a lot more about you in the upcoming episodes. So please make sure that you leave a review below. That's all for now and for this episode. Until next time, bye. Well, that is another episode of The Voice of Aged Care Done and Dusted. 
be sure to become a subscriber on your podcast app of choice so that you don't miss out when I release the next episode. I'd love to know what you're thinking of this podcast and what you'd like to hear in the future. So leave a rating and review too. Over on my website, wisecare.com.au, you can find my free guide full of practical tips on supporting older people with cognitive impairment. Let's face it, sometimes it's the impaired memory aspect of supporting the aged that feels the most challenging. And I want to give you practical strategies to deal with this. Go to wisekit.com.au for your free copy of this amazing resource. See you in the next episode.